I, this is a dirty game, bro. And what I've always said is all is fair in love, war, and challenges. 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 What's really good, Posters? Welcome to another episode of Love, War, Challenges. I am MTV Malik. He is Tyler Louder, who's not here. Joining us is Becky at Giftmaster Bex and Antonio, a.k.a. The Bananas Defender. For a second there, I thought you said that you forgot about us for a second. I was like, what the hell? No, no, no. Joining us. Joining us. I could never forget about you guys. You guys are my faves. Oh, how sweet. And thank you for not calling me Anthony. You know what? We did it for a week. It was funny. And now we can move the fuck on. I'll totally call you Anthony throughout the pod, if you would like. And I totally won't <laughs> answer. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of calling people out of their name because, because of my government name, which is a heavy Muslim name. You know, growing up, it, it caused me a lot of trouble in elementary school, elementary school, and, you know, the early part of high school. But in high school, I joined the wrestling team, and I learned how to fight. So that shit ended real fast. But I know what it's like to be made <laughs> fun of uh, because of your name. I mean, even now, do you know how hard it is for me to get on a plane? Jesus fucking Christ. Like, imagine somebody named Hussein flying out of JFK, not to mention... No, no, I, I can't even say so on air. <laughs> I, can't, I, can't even, I can't even say. I can only imagine where, where you were going I'm with this. I'm just going to say, <laughs> me and JFK have a long history of... Uh, <laughs> so, we're just... We're going to leave it at that. Okay, posters. We know we've been taking our sweet time, but today, we are going to reveal the winners of the Love War Challenges Awards. The Golden Spoons. Let's get it. Let's go ahead and jump right into the winners. Becky, why don't you present to us the roommates of the year? But okay, so the male and female roommates of the year are Leroy and Queen Cam. Great. Don't want to recap. Stop disrespecting <laughs> Queen Cam. I'm going to send the Queendom on you. I believe on the ballot it says Cam Williams, not Queen Cam. So I believe you should pronounce it as Queen Cam. <laughs> I'm not I'm not Queen Cam. I, Cam I definitely <laughs> feel like Queen Cam is the right way to go about it. You are certainly correct, sir, in your first assessment. So I'm very glad that these two won. These two people are exact ones that I voted for. And in case you guys didn't know, the way we worked it out is every person from Love War Challenges podcast got a 20% vote and the fans got a 20% vote. Whoever got the highest percentage in the fan voting won all of the fan vote. So that way we felt it was pretty equal and the fans had an equal say just as much as any one of us. And we went ahead and scraped everybody from Instagram and YouTube and went ahead and added those to the percentages. So Cam and Leroy are your male and female roommates of the year. How do you guys feel about that? Becky? Well, I love that they are. I feel like they were just 
they've been posed to reach this spot. You know, Leroy's always been one of the nicest kind of people, the guys on the challenge. And it's about time that Cam got recognized for her skills as just being a great roommate and just being an overall great person. So I didn't vote for either of them. I think I voted for who? Ashley and TT, I think. Leroy was probably my number two for the male, so I'm not really that upset for him. And hey, if Cam won, Cam won. I'm not going to be like upset about it. It is what it is. I do sense some saltiness coming from you. Just a bit. It's not, it's not a major award, a roommate <laughs> of the year. If it was like challenger of the year, then I'll get into a little, an argument about it, but it's a roommate. That, it can go any different way. Well, I think it's a pretty important award. These people we found to be extremely enjoyable. It was easy for us to root them on. Leroy had a very big year. He made the final. He came up just short, but he really stepped into his own. He's already been well-liked and well-respected. It was nice to see him in this state. The same goes for Cam. Cam has been a very respected figure. People like her. So congratulations to the both of them. And the Queen Cam one was really, really close because she did not win the fan vote. She fell short to Cara by about 4%. But Leroy, on the other end, ran away with it. He had 46% of the fan vote, and the rest of us filled it in for them. So the next category we have is Villain of the Year. And the winner is... Cara's Colt. You don't have to do the drum roll. We will. Well, I was. I, I wanted to. All right. <laughs> so. I thought honestly, you did it. <laughs> you, yeah. you thought Malik did it? No, I, no, <laughs> no I'm going to add in a, uh, a sound effect later. Oh, okay. So, Carver's Cult goes and takes the villain of the year. It was very interesting because villain of the year is only going to be the perspective of the voter. This one came really close in fan voting. Carver was only able to take it by another 4%. The other, the person who came in second was Jordan. Uh, Bear and Wes both came out to about 11%. So Jordan got 38% of the fan vote. Carver's Cult got 42% of the fan vote. Who did you guys root for for Villain of the Year? I think I went with Bear, but honestly though, I know who our audience is, and seeing Jordan and Kara coming one and two, I'm honestly, I'm not shocked, because a lot of people want to see someone get an award, and some other people want this person to be a villain. So, I see what people are voting, but, uh, I mean, I'm, like I said, it's, I want the bear to win, but I, I knew he wasn't going to do it, so it is what it is. All right, Bananas, feel free to put your head out of your ass and jump into the game a little bit. <laughs> Becky. I am in the game, uh, bro. I mean, you can understand. Like, Who did you vote for? Kara, I voted for Jordan, but Kara's cult getting it, the reason why they were hated or considered villains is because of their gameplay. Versus Wes and Bear, their issues were personality-wise. I think that's kind of where people were thinking that they were villainous. I can understand why people were against Kara's cult because... You know, at the end of the day, the winners are usually the ones that everybody thinks, oh, they had a fast ride or they were they had it easier. So they're obviously the bad guys. Um, but, you know, I had to go with Jordan. His gameplay, I just think, was just ugh, so like heinous. It, that was just me. But I don't necessarily agree with the with the vote, but I understand where they were coming from. 
Uh, yeah, I definitely voted for Kara's cult. I did think that they were portrayed <laughs> as the villains. The next category is going to be Elimination of the Year. And the award goes to Theo versus Kyle. Theo and Kyle are going to win the Elimination of the Year. I think that that was going to be a, um, a pretty easy vote. We had Josh versus Jordan, Tori versus Jenny, and Devon and Bear versus Gus and Jenna. And I don't really think that they had any real competition of losing this award. So our underdog of the year goes to Miss D, as it should. Uh, yes, D winning underdog of the year. I am not surprised by this at all. Uh, not a lot of people put any, any trust into D or thought that she was going to do much. But the fans definitely came through. D won this with 78% of the fan vote. And the funny thing about it, you, think, you would think that Rogan would be right behind her, but it's actually Georgia at 11%, Rogan at 9%, and Ninja at 4% of the fan vote. Becky, do you think that this vote went the right way? I think it definitely did. I think Dee really had the, the biggest struggles. Uh, followed up, I do agree that Georgia also had a really hard time where she was very underestimated or maybe overestimated the fact that she got thrown in so often. I'm not surprised that Rogan didn't get chosen because the second time around, he really had a free ride. I mean, he didn't see eliminations. So I think that's why everybody's like, how is he an underdog? He didn't have to do anything. Bananas, do you think that this vote went the right way? I don't think I voted for D, but I do understand why she won. I think she did have, she did have like an underdog kind of season. She definitely did a lot better than last season too. I'll give her that, especially walking into the last season. Well, especially walking into the first season of last year. She was like scared of everything, you know, for this season to actually do it. I'll give her props. Yeah, so she earned the win. Now it's time to announce our Rookies of the Year. For the females, we have Dee bringing in her second award already this year. And for the males, we have Turbo. My husband. Uh, yeah, I'm not really surprised that these two won Rookie of the Year. So Turbo was an easy pick. He's the only one of the rookies who has won a championship. And D won it in her second season for War of the Worlds 2. So these two, I didn't think they really had any competition. It was very easy to pick the winners for these categories. D definitely ran away with it. She got 57% of the vote. And Georgia came in second with 22% of the vote. For Turbo, I was surprised that it was as contested as it was. Turbo comes in with 64% of the fan vote. And Theo came in second with 35%. Nobody wanted Josh for this. Josh had 2% and Bear had 2%. So the fans knew what's up. I think most of us voted the same way. Did any of you guys deviate from the voting of D and Turbo? I went with Theo and Georgia. I just think both of them had you know, better years all around. Yes, Turbo and D both won one season during this year, but I believe 
as a year as a whole, I think just Georgia and Theo had a better year. I think you are completely out of your mind. How can they have had a better year when none of them won a championship? Georgia went into a final and she flopped so fucking hard. I mean, that was just a tr- her performance was just atrocious. Well, all four of them made it to a final, just Turbo and D one. But if you look at both seasons, Georgia and Theo did more stuff during both seasons. Turbo and D, I don't think won any eliminations. Georgia and Theo combined won what, like six? He's basing it off eliminations, Malik, not overall. I'm basing it off all year. I'm basing it off what they did throughout the whole year. It's also drama, eliminations, and I'm wins. basing it off of wins, and those two have championship wins. So that's who we're going to go with. As you should. And honestly, I think Turbo had an amazing year, and I think that if he had been allowed a little bit longer, I think we would have seen him in a couple of eliminations just from him nominating himself. But no, but don't get me wrong, though. I do see why they won, and I'm okay with it. I'm not, like, bashing them for winning. Like, they earned their win, obviously. Obviously. So now we're going to move into the biggest bounceback award, our most improved. And the winner of the biggest bounceback, Rogan. Now, I definitely think Rogan deserved this award. He was up against Paulie, Wes, and CT. Now, Paulie and War of the Worlds won, almost made it to the final, but he dove into the water head first and it banged his head up and he got dropped right before the final. Now we got Wes coming off of, of a long layoff. We haven't seen him in a while. And he came back in War of the Worlds one and he came in third. And then we have CT. He went home early in War of the Worlds one, being taken out by JP and Kyle, so Rogan came in with 54% of the fan vote. I think that Rogan definitely gets this. He did horrible in Vendettas, the laughing stock. Nobody even expected him back. And when he came back, just judging him off of his previous appearances, he didn't even seem like he belonged. So that's why Rogan takes the biggest bounce back award. Anybody have anything of substance to add? No, I think you said it right. I mean, he's going from worst to first, so you can't really deny he hit the biggest bounce back. Absolutely. I definitely agree. All right. So our big mouth award goes to Bear. Yeah. I swear you thought, I thought that Davon was winning this. What the hell? Who's drunk? I, I think me and Tyler both voted for Bear. Somebody was drunk. Stop drinking. I could be wrong. It's not okay. But Bear deserved it. Guys, TV gold. Everything that Bear said and did this season made it made TV. Like I don't think there was anything he did in that house during the season that didn't make the final. Didn't make all the final he did was be fucking obnoxious, annoying, and obsessed with himself. That's all he did. And that's TV gold. That's what that's what you people want to see on reality now TV. Now I see why, why you're a Johnny Bananas fan. Yeah, it all makes sense now. It took you that yeah long? because Johnny's obsessed with himself <laughs> and you're obsessed with Johnny. <laughs> and I'm obsessed with myself. Too. I was very surprised that Bear came out with the Big Mouth Award. Very, very shocking. Stop sucking Bear's very dick. Very shocking, but well deserved. <laughs> you should not be winning this award. I'm disgusted. The next award that we have this year is the Moment of the Year. And the winner is Jordan and Tori with the proposal. So it looks like the Jordan fans 
actually showed up for this one a little bit. They did really well in the fan vote, but they actually fell short of Carver's fifth consecutive finals. And these are all really, really great moments. Carver making five finals, CT and Jordan getting three wins, Rogan coming back and winning it all, and Hunter getting his revenge on Ashley in War of the Worlds 1. These was all great moments. I did not vote for the proposal at all. It's a beautiful moment. I'm very happy for, for them both. I couldn't give a fuck less about them getting married. Uh, when you compare that to Kari getting five finals in a row, CT and Jordan getting three wins, I, I didn't feel like it stacked up. And apparently neither did the fans. Becky, how do you feel like this, this shaked out? I think it was pretty par for the course. I think that the proposal is something that a lot of people, they just like love and they see that with them. Uh, I personally don't actually think that I voted for it. I think I think I voted for Kara's fourth consecutive final, but you know, I'm a little biased, but I'll admit it. But um, yeah, I mean, I can see why it is because it is a beautiful moment. They're two very, very happy people, very much in love. And, you know, I'm happy for them. Just not what I would have chosen. I got a serious question. Did anyone vote for Hunter's Revenge? I don't think any of us did, but some of the fans did. No, like fans. Uh, yeah. Hunter, wow, Hunter's I Revenge got 14% of the vote. Actually came in third. Damn. Hunter's Revenge came in above CT and Jordan getting, getting their third wins. Very surprisingly. Really? Oh, because Jordan. Yeah, Rogan got the least at 4% of the fan vote. Kara's fifth consecutive final got 47% of the fan vote, and the proposal got 30%. So crazy how that shakes up. I feel like Hunter's thing was like, so that was literally the very first thing that happened this year. I honestly thought like everyone would forget about it, and that wasn't going to get that many votes. But, you know, I'm happy the proposal won. I believe that was the best moment this year because that's a moment you have, like, that you want once in a lifetime. So moving on to the next award. The next award is for Best Male Challenger. And the winner is going to be Jordan. Jordan takes the win for Best Male Challenger. Now, I know a lot of people have a lot of different feelings for him, but watching him come in, going against the odds, and walk away with the victory in War of the Worlds 2 puts him over. Now, the fans felt differently. Turbo actually won the fan vote at 32%, with Jordan coming in at 26%. Paulie was right behind him at 20%, and Theo was around the same, and Wes only bought in about 7% of the vote. Becky, did you end up voting for King Jordan? Yes. I actually think I did vote for Jordan, as much as it pained me to do. Over Turbo? Wow. The situation is, is Jordan is an extremely good competitor. He may not win votes in the personality department, but he definitely wins the vote when it comes to anything athletic. So I'm not really surprised that he came in that way. Um, otherwise, I would say, yeah, Turbo was definitely present. But I think with the issue that happened with Jordan and the fact that Jordan had the proposal come through, he won. It, it kind of pushed him over the edge over Turbo. Bananas, who did you take for the best male challenger? I took Theo, believe it or not. Um, but I was stuck between Theo and Jordan. I had a feeling Jordan was going to get more of the fan votes. So, and I wanted to give the, I wanted to make the race kind of close. So, so that's why I voted for Theo. 
but apparently that didn't work, I guess. But yeah, Jordan won, so I, I he's a good competitor. He won this year, won a few eliminations. Can't complain. And finally, for our final award, the best female challenger of the year goes to Queen Cara. Cara Maria takes the top spot for female challengers. She came in really heavy on the fan vote at 58%. Right behind her was Tori at 19%. Ninja had 5%, which I think is just downright disrespectful. <laughs> Georgia at 8% and D at 12% of the fan vote. But I definitely voted for Cara. She made two finals. She ran the house on both seasons. She was a major player in all of the storylines. So I think it was very easy to pick Cara Maria. Did anybody here not vote for Cara for best female? I'm pretty sure I know one. Me. <laughs> but honestly, I'm shocked in a way that Cara won. I know a lot of a lot of our listeners are Cara fans, but the way D won both Underdog and Female Rookie of the Year, I honestly thought D would have won Female Year too because she did win a challenge. Like you said, she did make two finals. Um, the house was in her favor both seasons, so yes, I guess you can say that worked in her favor. But I still don't see it as female of the year worthy because she didn't do anything. She did. Like, she didn't win. Uh, she made five consecutive finals. Yeah, but not this year. Yeah, she made two consecutive finals this year. She okay, had yeah, major storylines. But she didn't do and- much getting it there, though. That's what I'm trying to say. She had numbers on her side both seasons uh, yeah but and you of all people know how hard it is to get numbers on your side it's you know Carver went and grabbed a ragtag group of a bunch yeah, of but no but thing is though she didn't get the numbers it was marie and paulie that got the numbers i wasn't so Cara. marie got the numbers and war of the worlds won tell me how that happened <laughs> wait i'm thinking of a totally different season my bad listen wow. let me just tell you if this was different and this was freaking Johnny Bananas and he had all these numbers and never had to go into an elimination, Antonio would be like, look at how well he did and he didn't have to see an elimination because he got all exactly. the numbers. Let it be Bananas. No, that gets it. a big difference. Getting numbers is hard. That's no, hard to do. But the thing is, though, with Bananas, it's either people come up to him or people go away from him. He doesn't go looking for numbers. That's Cara didn't difference. go That's looking for numbers. She just ended up accruing the numbers because everybody was coming together as friends. She had her boyfriend get numbers for her. If Polly wasn't there, Cara's easily gone the first <laughs> half of the season. Both, both seasons. Easily Wrong. gone. So the female winner of most eliminations and most elimination wins is easily gone. Well, she has been in one in like what? Like six seasons? So she should be a little For rusty. good reason. She was in a couple in Final Reckoning. She was. Come on, that downplaying shit, that, that shit's whack. Oh, Give she had credit. numbers on the side. How, many seasons, how many seasons did if Johnny Paul- Bananas have numbers on his side? His entire reason why he has six wins. The only time he did have numbers no, on his side? he didn't have his numbers The only agents. time he didn't have numbers on his side was free agents. That's it. Rivals 3, he didn't have numbers on his side with him and Sarah. He was just a, dom- they were just a dominant team where no one wanted to go against them. That's they were intimidating. He didn't have numbers that season. Until until psychic Leroy slapped him up out of it. Listen, putting yourself in a good position to get numbers and to be protected to win this game, there's nothing wrong with that. In fact, many of champions have been made that way. It has been a strategy for years, since before Cora even made it in. 
before Chloe even started competing in the challenge. So you're just penalizing her because you're not really feeling the strategy right now. It's because Johnny Bananas, I'm not she, penalizing he, she's penalizing. Her. He's penalizing her because she was not friendly with Johnny and she wasn't including Johnny in her All numbers. I said was Had that... she taken Johnny to a final, he would have been like, she's amazing and she's awesome and she's no, besties with, I'm just Paul, saying with, that with was... Johnny and she got her to a final. The other nominations? The other no- nominees, they, they did more stuff during the season. They did more honorable stuff. Oh, my God. Okay. D1. I'm done arguing Ninja with you because you're finals. just literally talking yeah, yourself exactly. in circles. Yeah, exactly. It's not even coming from logic. <laughs> anyway, that is going to close out the Love War Challenges Awards. Now you guys all know who won the Golden Spoons. We would love to hear you guys' thoughts on how you feel about these awards, how they shook out, and who you have picked. So... Make sure you hit us up on Twitter at LWC Podcast. We would love to hear what you guys have to say. Make sure you visit us at shop.lwcpodcast.com and pick up all of your Love War Challenges, the Hit List, and General Challenge gear. Bananas, close us out. All right. Another great episode, Podsters. Hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you stay updated by following us on Twitter and Instagram at LWC Podcast. Join us up on Facebook at facebook.com slash lovewarchallenges. Join our discussions on Reddit under the challenge subreddit at LWC Podcast. Also, check out our website, lwcpodcast.com. Make sure while using to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and YouTube, give us five stars, give us a great review, and most importantly, make sure you subscribe. Have a great day, potsters. Peace.